0: I'm a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun, I guess.
1: Wear a captain suit. The show from now on.
0: I don't like to have point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook? How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm gonna have a coronary. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us. Alongside Paulie Sibilia, I'm Stephen Fonsies. We welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We're going to talk a lot of different things on the show today. We're going to talk golf with James Colgan, assistant editor of golf.com. Going to talk baseball with Mark Luino, MLB content creator. Giraffe Neck Mark on YouTube. He will join us at 1 o'clock. Not a fan of the Mets. His Mets... uh, Crushing your Padres last night. Not a fan. Uh, we're going to talk basketball. Tim Roy, Warriors radio play-by-play Ooh, man, get. will join us at 1.30 as we preview game three of the NBA Finals. I don't know why it's except over. Except for tomorrow night. Right, it's it's over. I don't know why we're talking about it. Uh, plus, we'll take your phone calls at any time. 315 437 We're also going to circle back to a topic we talked about on the show yesterday. Um, best injury performances that you've ever seen. We're also introducing a new segment, Steve, that you came up with
1: yesterday. Artist of the Day. Artist of the Day. It's Big Daddy Kane Day on Orange Nation.
0: I look forward to that. I
1: look forward I to that I spent a lot. all morning, during my vast responsibilities, bleeping out Big Daddy Kane songs so that no... Swear words. You said there was with. one word you had to... Yeah, well, I had to listen to them all yeah. just to uh, make sure. Oh, it's such difficult work. That uh, Big Daddy Kane is very... He's raw, as <laughs> yes. they would say. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, I wanted to start with golf today. We've got James joining us at, at 12.15, and, and there's been so much, especially this week, and we know this story has been brewing about the the Live Tour series that's, uh, that's starting this week. That's why it's in the news, though, this week. It starts... Thursday in London. So golfers that we've suspected were going to join that other tour. Uh, we had to get some some firm decisions this week. And we got a firm decision from Phil Mickelson. Dustin Johnson has come out. Dustin Johnson has formally resigned from the PGA tour. Essentially, before they kick him out, he's, you know, getting ahead of it saying, um, you know, I'm I'm done with the PGA tour. I'll play the majors as long as they allow me to play the majors, and I'm gonna play in this uh this rival tour. A lot of people are upset about this, Paulie, and I know that you're a big golf fan now, so I wanted to get your thoughts on this Look, rival tour and the likes of Sergio and Phil and Dustin Johnson deciding that they're going to play in this, uh, this other series.
1: Listen, this is what I'm going to say about the whole thing. It's up to the consumer to decide whether or not it's going to be a success or not. I can't fault these golfers for, like... The throw, you know how they say you know, the glass houses, the throw stone stuff there, whatever that stupid saying is. I would take the money. You, it's life changing money. You have to take it, and it's up to uh, it's up to us as uh, people if we are going to decide if we're going to watch it or not, and if it was a good decision for these guys to take that money and play in this tournament, right? So if it fails, they've made a bad mistake because they're not getting back. Well, into the PGA, if it if yeah, it fits.
0: I, I think it's hard to say that they're making a mistake again. If we're, th- I think there are two separate issues here. So there's there's the money, and then there's where does the money come from. So if we're strictly upset about them for following the money, I think that's silly. Yeah. and a guy like Phil Mickelson, you say, well, if the if it doesn't work, you know, they're making a mistake. Phil's getting two hundred million reportedly to just play. Dustin Johnson is getting one hundred twenty-five million. Just to play. Yeah. Um, so, th- I mean, those guys are guaranteed up front that kind of money, and then the paydays that go along with it. I said to you before the show, the last place golfer in these events, last place golfer gets $120,000. I could go. Don't
1: you think that would add entertainment value if I could <laughs> go and golf, too, and get $120,000? I'm just there hacking it up. No, I don't think that would be I fun. would take the money. I'm sorry. So, yeah, go ahead and i just you know where the money comes from that's where i wanted to kind of hit on this like if if you're going to be mad at these golfers you got to be mad at like ev- your whole life is angry cuz 90% of the places the money comes from is just terrible like like i'm sorry like our president right now is going to go to saudi arabia and ask him to give us more gas so he can lower the prices for us it, it's the, the, your whole life would be angry if you knew who and what was behind everything? So you know, it's it, it's if you don't like it, it's up to us to make it fail.
0: Well, yeah, and I don't know how much Americans are going to have a hand in making this fail. There's not currently a TV contract in the U.S. associated with this tour. They're looking at this as as a worldwide type thing. Um, they tried to get Tiger involved. Uh, reportedly, this came out yesterday. Reportedly, Tiger turned down high nine figures. High nine figures. It, but if there's one guy on earth that could do it, it's him, right, it's no, Jordan. I you know. But the money that is being thrown around. They offered, again, reportedly, Jack a $100 million just to be associated. Obviously, he's not playing, but to have his name associated with this him tour. God bless saying no. $100 million. Rory was, you know, throwing a lot of money. Um, Jeffrey
1: Dahmer could be, like, behind it, and I would take uh, $100 million. <laughs> it, I don't have the money they do, but, you know. It's it's eye opening money,
0: obviously, and that's why some of these guys are, are jumping ship and deciding that the the risk is was worth there, the reward.
1: Was there like Dustin Johnson? Yeah, was, was there anybody that shocked you? Like, there's Taylor Gooch is young. Like, I didn't know anything about him. I just laughed at his name. He's a young golfer and he's good and he's like been winning me money because he's finishing in the top
0: ten, top twenties. I was kind of shocked that he left. Yeah, um, you know. Not I'm not so much surprised with the the Europeans that that are going to do this, but yeah, the the American, you know, Kevin Na's on the list. Um, I, Dustin Johnson was the one that really surprised me because he's had so much success. He was, you know, he was this close to, um, you know, being being able to play the the PGA Tour any event and, that he wanted, you know, for for the rest of his life. Like it's a um, no brainer for the older guys, right? yeah I mean guys who are over the hill I mean a guy like Phil right it, it makes it, yeah. it makes sense I mean if they're gonna pay him 200 million to show up and then whatever he makes on top of that um I find it hard that like to tell you, to be mad at these guys because it's right. like I, s- I would do it in a second I guess that that's where I think we have to we have to to separate what we're upset about if you're upset about them for just chasing the money I don't think that's fair. If you're upset with him again, from where the money comes from, and Phil, you know, really put this in the limelight because of of what he said, and it got out, and 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 people are are very upset about that aspect of it. I get it, and you know, the human rights record in Saudi Arabia and the things that it's you know, the government is is backing this tour. I, I get being upset about that. I don't get up being upset about they're following the money because that it's a, it's an individual sport. This isn't like you're breaking up, uh, you know, the the dream team to go, you know, for your self interest. You know, we talked about this with Carmelo, right? What's more important, to Carmelo, make more money or win a championship? This isn't even a team sport. Like the goal is to make as much money as you can. So I understand these guys for individually seeking out where they can make the most money.
1: Right. It, the what, what shocks me, like someone's asking about what why it's shocking that a younger guy did this. The PGA is still where you're going to get name recognition where you're going to get and sponsors and sponsors and all that other stuff. So I I am a little shocked by that. Like if like Phil Mickelson like he 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 may not make a cut again in the PGA.
0: It sure take it. Yeah, I think that's why the younger guys surprised me because you you aren't going to be touched from a sponsorship perspective. At least I wouldn't expect you to be touched here in America, if you're playing in that tour, whereas yeah. if you're on the PGA Tour and you become one of the the rising stars in golf here in America, then that opens the door to sponsorships. Yeah, and like I don't know, I and don't know. you're talking about guys like Dustin Johnson. Are you going to watch he this doesn't... on YouTube? So, like, so here here's the thing: like the PGA Championship, for instance, one of the you know the like the bylaws about the PGA Championship is you have to be a, a part of a recognized tour to play in that event. Now, if you have won the event of before, you get an exemption. So Phil Mickelson doesn't have to be a part of the PGA Tour technically to play in the PGA Championship next year when it's at Oak Hill in Rochester. But some of these other guys will. So you talk about the younger guys, you know, Kevin Nott, Taylor Gooch. If they want to play in some of these bigger events, they need to be associated with a recognized tour. Um, so I, I think that that's an interesting aspect of, of this as well. The guys like Dustin Johnson and Phil—they've been established. They they have different ways to get into these tournaments because they've won them. They're exempt. You know, they can use their players' exemption to get into certain majors. Whereas you know, Taylor Gooch doesn't necessarily have that. And luxury. Again, I
1: look at this kind of like the NIL thing too. Like if if this doesn't make money for the people that are backing it in the first couple of years, it's going to be gone. It's going to USFL. It's going to you know the original USFL. I keep forgetting that. The- it's back. It's, Paul, back. It. it's yeah. back. I remember when it was here the first time. Uh, no, and if you're going to be mad about where the money comes from, just walk around your house and see how much stuff you have in your house made in places that do hor- <laughs> that do horrible things. So it's just, I, I don't know.
0: Some shoe companies have dealt with that, right? Uh, yeah. In the past. The, yeah. The, the, the
1: NBA deals with it. Right. You know? It, yeah, so who?
0: Yeah. I don't know. So you're not mad at these guys, because I know a lot of people no, are. No,
1: because I, I would do it. I'm sorry. I, I, if I could make my family rich for the rest of, uh, for generations, I would do it. I'm sorry.
0: Got to think about me. They are. I was reading more into the tour. This is more than just an actual like individual tournament with 48 players. Um, I was mentioning this no, to you. No, they're off-air.
1: XFLing it to try and make it interesting.
0: Yeah, there's some some different things about. It. One of them is there's a team format. Before each event, twelve players will be designated as captains, and then they draft three teammates. So it's basically like the playground. I'll take this guy. I'll take this guy. Um, and then there are prizes awarded for which team finishes, you know, uh, first. Um, and and as the the series continues, the the prize money gets bigger. It's uh, it's an interesting concept. Apparently, there's going to be interviews on the course with players during the round. So, you know, you can kind of get in their head I a little bit. I hate
1: that in most sports.
0: Oh, I think I will like it in golf, don't I you? I
1: hate it in the NBA when they do the coaches.
0: What about the, we talked about this at the beginning the of the baseball. season. I, I see, I like the in-game. I in hate it, no. I like the in-game baseball interviews. I did. I did the, the NBA coaches like. Okay, I enjoyed talk, the player on the field, but no. But I, no what?
1: I, I, I enjoyed it, but it's just no. Do your job. Stop being distracted.
0: I like when they have... The, they play 162 games, Paulie, It's one inning in the field. It's yeah, one and inning.
1: Then, and then your season ends one game one back. One inning
0: in, of 162. One inning of 162 games. You can't interview the center fielder? No. No. I like it. I, I don't mind, like,
1: the manager interviews in games.
0: The managers, the coaches, you don't get anything in those. I think the players, like, in the field while they're playing is cool.
1: You know what's entertaining? Have you seen when they do the pitcher that's not pitching that day during the game? The The Padres broadcast to it all the time. They'll do have that. one of the guys that's not pitching for a couple days stand there. And it's fun because people are, like, the other guys are throwing gum at them and sunflower seeds, and it. it I, I don't know. I find that interesting because that guy's not actually working.
0: I do think the microphone's on the course, and we get that we get a little bit of that now, where you could hear a caddy talking to a player. But you know, somebody you know double bogeys a you know a big hole, and they go from one up to one down. You know, getting that guy's thoughts as he's getting ready to tee off on the next. Like those kinds of things would would interest me. Um, I don't know. I think there there's some interesting things they are doing. I don't know if it's going to succeed. There's, there's, there's a lot of money here. Um, Are you going to watch it? Well, I, I don't know how to watch. it. I think
1: it. It. it's on the YouTube. Is the kids is it? call it? Okay, yeah.
0: Because again, there's. I don't believe they have a a, co- a TV contract No, but now in do we US. hate
1: YouTube too? I don't know who I'm supposed to hate, <laughs> but I'll follow along because I hate everybody. Just give me You're one a follower. Reason. Yeah, just a give me one reason to hate something, and I'll do it. Follow the leader. That was it's, that was yesterday's musical some, act. It's on some streaming service. Okay, so I can I can watch it if I want to. Yeah, I'll bet on it too. I'm not. I'm a, sure not you will.
0: bet You're you're good
1: at golf. We've established. This. Uh, yeah, Taylor Gooch needs to. I need to ride the Gooch train, and if he's uh, overseas doing it, I guess I got to ride the Gooch train in London this week.
0: All right, uh, we will get with uh, with James Colgan. Um, I just typed in where to watch Live Golf uh, this week. It's uh, free live streams available on livegolf.com, L-I-V-G-O-L-F.com. Oh. Facebook, YouTube, there are various ways you can consume it. So there you go. It's free. So um, yeah, I, I I may watch just to see what it's all about. Live golf or live Tyler? Uh, better better a uh, better lives. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, James live let die joins us next on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on Qsportstalk.com.
1: It's Big Daddy Kane Day. We're playing all Big Daddy Kane songs. Started with Lean on Me. Underrated movie, by the way. Oh, it's a great movie. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, the Crazy guy who joke. played Benson.
0: Oh, yeah. Robert Guillaume. Yeah. Good one. Loved Benson. James, has, James has no idea what we're talking about. That's, that was well before his time. <laughs> What's James your favorite
1: Colgan, Big uh, Daddy joining Kane, Kane song, James? You got a favorite Big Daddy Kane song? Do you even know who Big
2: Daddy Kane is? Yeah, I'm going to have to abstain from answering nothing. there. Yeah, going yeah, to plead the fifth.
0: He could be your grandpa. I know, right? Big grandpa, Kane. Yeah. Um, ass- uh, James Colgan joining us now, assistant <laughs> editor for golf.com. Uh, James, we, we spent that first segment talking about this uh, this rival tour, which uh, which tees off this week. We know Phil has uh, committed to it, Dustin Johnson. Uh, anybody on the list surprise you? Were you surprised by DJ? Yeah. Um, were you surprised by Phil? I guess after all the backlash.
2: Yeah, it's uh, you know it, it was a very interesting uh, development across the board. Uh, you know, none of the names on a on a macro perspective, none of them really shocked me. Um, there was rumors around DJ. There were rumors around Phil. Uh, there and. You know, not so much rumors around Phil. There was just facts about it. He spoke pretty openly about his, about his interest in the new tour. Um, but to see DJ particularly to jump in uh, after he said just two months ago that he was sort of pledging his allegiance to the PGA Tour... Uh, That was pretty shocking. I was not anticipating him to make the jump uh, so quickly after saying that. Um, I would be fascinated to know what exactly transpired that led to him uh, having his turn of heel i guess uh toward the tour he's given a lot of non-answers today about really his reasoning behind all of this uh, obviously he was offered a tremendous amount of money but i don't think that that changed a whole lot in the last several months so yeah someday we'll find out what the truth is that led to dj uh committing to the tour and then decommitting from the tour so quickly thereafter uh but yeah of all the people i guess he would be the one that i would consider most a surprise um, but truthfully, his interest has been linked to this tour since the beginning. He's he's been uh, he's been connected to to the to the Saudi tour from long before uh, there was even really talk of an event or talk of a schedule. So uh, yeah, he, he qualifies as a surprise, but it's not quite a, a stone cold shock, if you will.
0: All right. So I, I realize there's a lot of speculation that that comes with this, James, but. You know, Paulie brought up the question. I think it's a good question. Is, is this tour going to work? Is is the, is there staying power with this these things, or, or you know, are these guys just jumping for a, a quick payday? Obviously, a, a very lucrative payday at this point. Um, but do you think this Live Golf Series has got staying power?
2: Yeah, that's the million dollar question right now, the multi million dollar question right now. Uh, I think they do have some staying power. Uh, from what we understand currently, it's been reported that they have somewhere in the neighborhood of $2 billion with a B um, for funding for the first few years of this tour to sort of get things off the ground. Um, It seems like Live is very committed to sticking around for at least the next 12 months. Uh, They've handed out a tremendous amount of money in uh, financial guarantees from what's been reported currently. Um, And all of that would seem to indicate that down the line, they're anticipating that they're going to be here, um, and I think that's not something that you do. That's not a way that you act unless you feel pretty confident that you actually are going to be here in a few years. Um, now, the, the big question here and the thing that really everybody needs to, needs to know, well, there are two questions. First, are people going to show up or pay attention to these events? And we don't know, and from what we can understand right now, things are not looking super promising to that front. Um, They were offering free tickets to fans for the last several days, Uh, that's generally not something you do unless you are trying very actively to get butts in seats. Um, And then the other part of this too is a television deal, they don't have one currently, um, which is frankly, shocking considering the the leadership of Liv has a lot of very well-established connections to Rupert Murdoch and Fox. there's no connection whatsoever to a television deal right now. Uh, they're going to be streaming their product on YouTube and on Facebook uh, for audiences this week, which is not the way that you would want to get a product out there if you were hoping to succeed in the long term. Um, so those are some of the big questions from just a business perspective that they have to answer that they have not yet answered. But I mean, I think when you are looking at the feasibility of the league, the thing that you're coming back to always is, do they have the money to survive? And right now, they unquestionably have the money to survive for at least the near future. Uh, I, I would say outside of one to three years, that's a much bigger question mark. But for the guys who just signed on for you know many, many millions of dollars yesterday, I, I don't think they're thinking much more than three years down the road. It, you know- I'm
0: curious how this is going to impact uh, the PGA Tour and you know some of the tournaments that we all love watching. For instance, next year's PGA Championship, as you well know, James is just down the road from here in Rochester uh, at Oak Hill. Do you think Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson will will be allowed to play? How, how do you think this whole thing plays out as it as it pertains to the PGA Tour?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, so that that really, I think, is going to indicate a lot about the long term viability of this league is uh, what happens with the major championships, because as we know, to all of the guys who jumped into the live golf field this week, the biggest thing to them is playing in the major championships, playing in the Masters, the US Open, the PGA and the and the British Open. Um, As of right now, we've been given no indication on how any of the governing bodies that operate the four majors uh, are going to lean. just for to rewind for a second, the, there are different governing bodies that run the major championships than run the PGA Tour. So they are all making decisions sort of independently of one another. Um, the good news about all of this is that we're going to get an answer very quickly because the US Open is next week and the USGA is going to have to make a decision about the guys who are playing in the live golf field this week and who are exempt into the US Open Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, two of them. The USGA is going to have to decide: can these guys play next week? Uh, that's the biggest question in the golf world right now. Because if the USGA does let them into the field, that sets the the path for the RNA to let those players into the British Open. It sets the path for the for Augusta National to let those players into the Masters and the PGA of America to let people into the PGA Championship. If all that happens, then I think that means LIV has some serious staying power because if guys can get their money and still play in the biggest events, they're going to stick around. That's just the nature of it. If you're if you can pocket 100 million dollars and also play in the majors, I think you're going to do that over what's otherwise an unknown on the PGA Tour. All
0: right, all right. So James, you work at, at golf.com. How are you guys handling that? Like are you going to give the the LIV tour series you know complete coverage is it kind of a a mention is it are you not mentioning it at all for the time being how are you guys handling that as a company
2: yeah it's it's a tricky situation right now what we've been taking the approach is this is a newsworthy event in in the world of golf um, and we are covering it like a newsworthy event Um, that now you know that comes with some restrictions. We're obviously very aware of, of the funding and the backing behind this, which is coming from the Saudi government's uh, public investment fund. Um, obviously, they do not have a tremendous record on human rights. And that is something that everyone that, that, works in golf media is very keenly aware of um i think you know i would be remiss if i said that that you know the same coverage that we give for the pga tour we would be giving to this week um i think the approach is more this is a newsworthy event we are covering it as we would cover anything uh, you know anything other newsworthy in the world of golf Uh, We would cover it the exact same way we're playing it straight. We are covering what's going on We have a reporter who's going to be in London covering the event Um, but yeah, I I don't think that anybody's in a rush to You know anoint winners and losers right now as out of what's going on because there's just so much that's unknown Um, And yeah, this you know, this is a a really tricky situation for everyone involved and not the least of which for the players who are you know entering this week and having to answer questions about you know the the funding of the money that they're receiving and and where they stand on certain human rights issues? This is not stuff that we normally talk about in golf. So it, very strange times, but yeah, it's 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 important to cover it and to talk about it for what it is. And, and you know that. Is the reality of the situation? That's where the money's coming from. All
0: right, James. One player we know uh, who will not be taking part in the U.S. Open next week is Tiger Woods. We we learned today Tiger um, announcing that he's going to have to skip the U.S. Open. Says his body needs a little more time to heal. Uh, the good news is he's you know he says he does plan on playing the British Open and, and playing in Ireland uh, to get ready for the British Open a, ahead of that. Uh, your thoughts on Tiger and and I guess your 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 thoughts on on his season to this point and what little we've seen of him he's he's shown flashes but clearly his you know his body needs some more time to heal.
2: Yeah, if you were reading the tea leaves from the lead up to this week, I don't think Tiger's announcement today that he won't be playing the U.S. Open is particularly shocking. Um, he said back in April at the Masters, I've said this a few times. He said. I'm fine if I can stay in the fairway, but as soon as I get into the rough, that's when things get, you know, difficult for me physically. And I think when you look at what we're going to expect from the u.s open next week it's going to be super narrow there's going to be a ton of rough it's a very hilly walk uh with that in conjunction with how close this week is the or next week is to the british open which is you know in in just about a month now up up, out in st andrews in scotland uh, i i think it just it seemed like too much of a no-brainer that he would sit this out he would do the smart thing for his health, because I think he does truly believe he has a chance to contend at St. Andrews. He said that's his favorite golf course in the world. He loves playing there. He won the the Open there in two thousand five. Um, and I think when you you know when you look at, at the the arc of, of this season for Tiger, a lot of it has been built around playing at Augusta and playing at the British. So for him to miss out on the U.S. Open, not particularly shocking, especially considering the conditions and what we saw from him health-wise at the PGA, which was a guy who's you know still figuring out how to walk 72 holes over four days. All
0: right, James, our show is off next week, so we, we got to do predictions early. I don't know if you're prepared for this okay. or not. But uh, at least you can give us an idea of, of the, the kind of golfer we should be looking at next week to, to win the U.S. Open at, uh, at Brookline. Uh, what, what advice can you give us as we, as we look at our picks for next week?
2: Yeah, so there's been a trend definitely in professional golf, uh, particularly at the U.S. Open, toward people who can hit the ball far. Um, and the reason for this is the USGA makes the fairways narrow for everyone. For everyone. So if you hit the ball 270 yards and you miss the fairway by a yard, it's just as penal as if you hit the ball 335 yards and miss the fairway by a yard. The only difference is if you're if you hit it 270, you might be swinging a seven iron out of that rough. If you hit it 330, you might be swinging a pitching wedge or even a 56 degree or something like that. So all of that I say all of that to say it strongly benefits the guys who can hit the ball far because they can get it further down there, even if they're missing the fairway, even if they're in the rough, it's easier to play out of that. Um, and that's what we saw in 2020 when Bryson won uh, at, at uh, Wingfoot, on what was a super narrow, super thick rough, super difficult setup. I think we can expect a lot of the same from the country club next week. Um, you know, as far as names that are trending in the right direction right now, Obviously, you know, Justin Thomas is going to be riding very high after the PGA. I've been saying for a few months now that I feel like he's due to win a bunch in a very short period of time. So he will be one of the betting favorites, but he's also a guy who I would like heading into next week. Just based on the way he's swinging it and just how the profile of his game fits the course. Um, Bryson will be returning supposedly in full health. He has not looked particularly good in, in, a, in a long while, but he does hit the ball as far as anyone, and, and that would seem to benefit him on this course. So he might be a good value play that you could have as well. Um, but yeah, those are two names that I'm thinking about. I, I truly... Truthfully, haven't given a ton of thought to this point, um, but yeah, those are those are two names that I that I would be thinking about heading into next. week. All right, I,
1: I knew we were hitting you a little early on this yeah, topic, we, but we, I'm I'm here ahead. looking at the Canadian Open. Are you? Sleepers. Okay. All
0: right, go ahead then. No, Paul. no, I'm
1: just saying I can't I can't get that far ahead. All right. You're well,
0: point. we we may not talk to him again before next week, so I just I want to make sure we get his thoughts again, at least the profile of player he helped All in right. that regard. So we we know what to look for: long hitters. Uh, James, great stuff as always. We love having you on. Uh, keep up the great work, and we'll talk golf with you again soon.
2: Great. Thanks so much, guys.
0: All right. Phone lines uh, back open now if you want to check in. 315-437-7644. I can, we, I yeah. can
2: hear
1: the listeners now. Ah, oh, vacation. What do they need vacation for? All they do is talk sports. All they do is take time off. Mah. Are you
0: take, You're taking? you not even taking a true vacation. No, it's a staycation. Staycation. Okay. I'm... I'm working my other job.
1: so. Well, you have seven of them, so that's going to happen. <laughs> it's not a, not a vacation to, for me. It's either. probably hard <laughs> to coincide with seven <laughs> vacations.
2: Watch
0: your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com.
1: This might be my favorite. Just rhyming with biz.
0: I would say this is a lesser-known song.
1: Really? It's on his uh, first Maulay album. Maulay
0: Maulay. album. Love this one. Is this clean? Yeah. I'm getting nervous. Why? He, he listened. He spent the whole morning listening. Yeah, sure I that made okay. sure
1: that Big Daddy Kane Day was a uh, family-friendly experience. Yes. In the midst of my vast responsibilities. Don't get nervous. I'll take you there.
0: Is that a song? Yes. <laughs> uh, we should point out, before we get any further, uh, tomorrow on the Devo Show, you just mentioned the news on Q Sports Talk. Big news, Jordan. A uh, couple special guests coming on the Devo Show.
3: Yeah, Pauly looking for Big Daddy Kane songs all morning. I spent the morning doing my job, and I didn't do it well, so I had to have Eric Devendorf do it. Yeah, Buddy, you didn't even do that good. Buddy and Jimmy Boeheim, you both can... slated to come on with Chris and Eric tomorrow, at gonna... 10 a.m., talk.com. Hear about the workouts. Bayheim's are back, baby.
1: Are you gonna gloss over why you asked Eric? Because
3: I couldn't because they didn't answer me. Because you told me to?
1: Yes,
0: thank you.
3: Congrats. You're my boss. You're supposed to help once in a while instead of causing misery.
0: The turn it off, turn it back on works with my phone, by the way. <laughs> yes. Not that anybody cares. I was I was not I was you not. You were able...
3: asking us for IT advice before you even uh, started it.
0: And
1: it works. Look, look, Polly <laughs> is an IT expert. It works. The first thing you should do. I learned this from calling Roadrunner Technical Support. Is a is a young Paul
3: TWCNY.RR.COM.
1: Yes, that that they would say, uh, shut it off for thirty seconds, Mister, and then turn it back on, and then we'll decide if you got a problem or not. It worked.
0: It worked. Problem solved. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, all right. So, what do you got for us, Jordan?
3: Got a little sound check action coming, and sometimes I try to go in order. I'm not going to here the last one on the rundown, but it's easily the funniest one. Last night's Mets Padres game, which I'm sure caused Paulie a ton of misery. You know who was having a ton of fun in the booth? Mets broadcast team Gary and Keith popped off last night. Uh, stroking out.
0: Eight hits. <laughs> yeah, Did you say stroking out? Stroking out, out yes. It's <laughs> a baseball stroke. I think you need to watch your language there. Because, because you know, we're getting older,
3: and stroking out is something we don't want to be doing. Right. What do you say? I'm a creepy old
0: man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think you're missing the point here. <laughs> That's a baseball stroke. No, but but from a medical standpoint, you know what stroking out oh. means. <laughs> <laughs> that is
3: great. That sounds like something straight off of Orange Nation. <laughs> Right. He doesn't know what
1: stroking out means. Like You you don't want to do that. And I've never heard that term (laughs) in baseball. (laughs) I've heard it in golf. Steve's not touching
3: this. I'm not touching this. I would recommend you don't. Last night was a wild night for broadcasting. Uh, NHL playoffs, there was a word very similar to shot that got dropped on the broadcast as well. (laughs) Not a good night for broadcasters. That'll happen. It'll, uh, it'll happen occasionally. That's why the
0: broadcasts are supposed to be on a delay. They do it with the, the players, like the mics on the, the ice. But They do one, it with us. One slipped through yesterday.
3: I know I've needed a
0: timer, two.
1: That brings sure. me back to that damn Will Smith slap. How did that make the air?
3: <laughs> how are you still thinking about that?
0: Why did they not dump that? They dumped the language. You're talking about yeah, dump the slap? Why did they dump the slap? Publicity. I don't know. And again, it's as you know... It's the dump button or it you know, the device, it's a split second decision. Maybe they thought it was fake or staged or who
1: knows. The other the dump button has to also re ramp back up. So if you dump and then you gotta ramp up so it would have missed the language if they had dumped the slap.
3: That's true. You gotta weigh like, oh, is this bad enough? What if it gets worse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what true. if we really need this button? Uh, Draymond Green is somebody who typically needs a dump button. We all know about his antics in game two. Uh, getting a quick t, maybe trying to pull Jalen Brown's pants down. Have no fear. One of the most outspoken voices in basketball, Jeff Van Gundy, has a solution for the Celtics to stop Draymond Green. You either have
0: to come to uh, the idea as a group that we're going to completely ignore Green, his antics and his disruptions, or we're going to confront him Every single time he runs his mouth. And so I would try to get the earliest double T of all time. Could be at the jump ball. I would start Grant Williams maybe and have him just walk right over there and just start John. Right. And then every time Green's running his mouth, turn and confront him.
3: Jeff Van Gundy's literally saying start the goon squad to get Draymond Green in early trouble. Does this seem like a fight that the Celtics want to pick? Are you ignoring Draymond, or are you confronting him and just trying to get him out quick?
0: It's a great question. Um, Jeff Van you, Gundy. If yeah.
3: you confront him every single time he talks. He'll, you're run,
1: he'll
0: ev- run out and grab him by the ankles. Yeah. Here's the thing. He he is He's good at what he does, and you run the risk if. You confront him, or have multiple guys confront him. You run the risk of him getting into your head, which is what he wants to do, and getting you out of your game, which is what he wants to do. So that may be playing into his hands. I, I think you have to be careful with that. Um, I, I think you do what you do, you do what got you there, and and you do your best to ignore him. I realize that's easier said than done. Let the let the refs police it, and you do your thing. Because I think once you once you try to Do what Draymond does. A, Draymond does it better than you're gonna do it. Absolutely. And B, he's he's getting what he wants, which is he he's getting you out of his out of your game. You're not thinking about what you're doing, you're thinking about what he's doing, and that plays into his hands. So I actually don't think that's a great idea. I think you just you do what you do, you ignore him to the best of your ability. Now, if he He's pulling down your pants though, what do you do? Well, right. I mean you know, some things can't be ignored. But I don't think you pick a fight with him or you try to instigate him. Because I think that's exactly what he wants there to do. You ever been pants, Jordan? I have not. Nor have I.
3: A lot of things have happened. I've been placed in a trash can, but I haven't been pants. I'm
0: not gonna I was almost going to share something uh, I, personal, but I, I'm not going to. You've gonna been pantsed? I will I will do so in the break and our Q Sports Talk <laughs> listeners. Wow.
1: I, uh, th- today we're opening up. I, I told the story about how I had to have a CT scan done on my uh, nether regions. And you're going to tell us about, uh, I don't know what.
0: To find out during the break. <laughs> That's a good tease. Yeah. Uh, what else you got for us?
3: I'll do uh, one more before we get to Tim Roy. We can ask him about Draymond. Uh, Aaron Donald, highest paid non-quarterback in NFL history. We can, you know, talk about him all we want, but Diana Rossini is already discussing what this means for the Rams themselves, and I think she's a bit ahead of herself.
0: This is one of those... Contracts. When you see the news break, just as a for, for, take off the reporter hats, the the host hats here, where you're just sight. I'm glad he's playing. Yeah. I love watching Aaron Donald play. Okay. And look, this makes the Rams. To me, I had them winning the NFC anyway. This makes that to me. this puts them over the edge. They're gonna win the Super Bowl.
3: Are you okay, Steve? Are you okay? Are you okay? Was she that can, fine? She can. Uh, I didn't clear that by you. No, <laughs> she
1: can think that. That's. I don't right. like the terminology. The edge. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Shouldn't they be on the verge?
0: (laughs) No, they just won the Super Bowl, so they don't need to be on the verge.
3: I know it's easy
1: to say. The verge of number
0: two, bro.
3: Defending Super Bowl champions, it's real easy to say they're going to win again. I think the Bills are still the consensus favorite. Thank you. But we're also in New York. But are you a little scared now, Steve? Aaron Donald? Does that move the meter for you? Well, they,
0: they would they would see him in the Super Bowl. So exactly. I I would be fine with that. If the Bills end their season in a game against Aaron Donald, that means they're in the Super Bowl. So I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Um I wonder how much this retirement talk was.
3: Oh, it was it was garbage. It was BS. Right.
0: I mean, I think it was to some degree. It was the same degree,
3: as was... uh, Sean McVay saying he was yeah. going to go call games for Amazon. No, you're not, dude. You just won a Super Bowl. You still have Matt Stafford. Now you have arguably the best defensive player in the NFL. You're not retiring. It was garbage. But now yeah. you know what you can do if you ever get too sick of Paul. You can be like, ugh, thinking about retiring, I might need to be the highest paid host in Orange Nation history.
0: Does that work? I mean, I guess it worked for Aaron Donald, but I don't think – I'm not sure it would work Someone for
3: consider you the Aaron Donald of Syracuse That's Radio. That's nice of you to say.
0: That's nice of you to say, Jordan. Um, all right, we should remind everybody – I'm the on green, green of Syracuse Radio. That, <laughs> That's perfect. That is, I wouldn't <laughs> even give you that. I'd give there, you Pat Beverly. <laughs> there's definitely some truth to both of those things. Um, we've got uh, Tim Roy joining us next from uh, Golden State Warriors, Warriors Radio Play-By-Play Man, which uh, makes this a good time to remind you The DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on either the Celtics or Warriors to win. You get $150 in free bets if they do. And if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday, During the NBA Finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, three-pointers made, total rebounds, and so much more. And right now, all customers can place the same-game parlay with three or more legs. You get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 977. Bet $5 on either the Warriors or Celtics to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code 977. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and over and physically present in New York. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full details. If you have a gambling problem, call 877 8 hope or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Tim Roy joins us next on ESPN Radio.